everyone, and uh, welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD. This is session four, uh, more than likely episode nine, if I remember correctly. And uh, thank you for joining us again on our adventures in Skyrim, ten years after the defeat of Alduin the World Eater. We uh, again have our travelers, adventurers, um, rabble, who um, <laughs> have joined the uh, entered Skyrim. Most of them new to the area, uh, a one old hand at it, as it were. And um, I'd like to like them to introduce themselves. Just a quick brief history of who they are, just so you can get all cut up, because it's been a while since the last episode. And uh, if we could have... Let's start off in order of height. So we'll go with Mr. Icewalker. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Pat here, playing... Uh, my character is Luke Icewalker, a Nord cleric uh, of uh, some, some some considerable height, as Colin re referred to. He's a cleric of Kine, or Kinnerath. Uh, he usually says Kinnereth because despite being a Nord, he was brought up in uh, Cyrodiil. He, this is his first trip to, uh, to Skyrim as a 30-something you know, cleric. Uh, and he, uh, he, is, he and uh, Bati decided to, to travel together when they were both inspired by various things to head to Skyrim. And there they met up with uh, the rest of the party that will, be sort, will introduce themselves. Okay, and uh, next we have the young and nimble Jaquai. Hey, right here. Uh, my character is uh, Jaquai. He is a monk of the uh, yet undisclosed uh, order, except to uh, <clears throat> and uh, he is. Uh, in Skyrim, searching for his brother. Thank you. And, uh, well, we're probably going to have to fight it out. Who's let's go. <laughs> uh, let's go with the youngster, Mouse. Hello, this is Victor. Uh, I am playing um, an Imperial-born young man named Septimus Vulpin, whose nickname is Mouse. Uh, he actually was born in Cyrodiil, but raised in Skyrim. And uh, at the age of 20 or so, went out on his own. And, uh, uh, and when he met up with this crew, he was just starting his career as a uh, guide. Um, <clears throat> rather mildly unsuccessful. <laughs> Thank you very much. And... Um... Last, but by no means least, uh, the little firecracker herself, Botty. And watch what you say. We've uh, <laughs> a sassy little bard on her hands, uh, obsessed with uh, finding the myths and legends of the dragonborn. Uh, so that has pulled her to Skyrim, um, along with uh, she found passage over the border with a priest. Thought that sounded uh, nice and safe. 
And so now we're uh, banding about with a nice group of people, and she's trying to pick up all of the uh, tidbits you can about her uh, favorite Nordic hero. Or not necessarily Nordic, but the Skyrim hero, the, uh, the Dragonborn. Excellent. And welcome, everyone. Uh, and um, last we left off, um, the adventurers, the, the newly formed uh, group of vagabonds, had um, entered into Fall Crease and um, were checking around town and passing on, finding out information and sort of like, you know, letting them know what had happened up on the road as they entered into Skyrim. Um, while they were there, they met the steward of Falkreath, Nenya, who seemed to be a very uh, personable high elf. And uh, she found a use for them um, for trying to help the area and asked them to help her out with a couple of situations that have recently come up. And uh, she first pointed them in the uh, direction of uh, a man by the name of of true brand Littlefoot, if I remember correctly. And uh, he said that he was a foreman of a mine, a recently um, started mine, uh, up on the outskirts of Falkreath, uh, which had been overrun by spiders, and was offering 50 gold to anybody who could clear that so they could get back to the work. And uh, upon a, a brief discussion between the four, they decided to take the job, and uh, had some sleep that night and headed out earlier the next morning and headed to the cave where they very efficiently dealt with the spider problem, uh, only to find they had another problem of the Nordic ruin variety and met their first, had their first encounter with the Draugr of Skyrim, uh, the bane of ruins everywhere all across the land. And uh, they, uh, they fought, they clawed their way through to the other side and uh, found a chest with uh, a not too little amount of gold and some books that, much to the, the delight of Luke, the seeker of knowledge, um, they decided after the long fight they were going to rest up in the miners' camping area at the top of the mine and they've had a nice full night's sleep and they wake up freshed refreshed and ready to move out so what would you like to do uh, well that was a good evening nice and safe didn't have to stand guard so are we going to head back to Falkreath and get our uh, get our pay sounds, sounds like, like a plan okay Luke Let's head out. All right. Awesome. It's about a day and a half walk, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, it was about half a day. Half a day? Okay. All right. It was just uh, on the top of the hill there, so it's probably about a half a day's walk back. Um, there isn't much on the roads. Um, you come outside, and uh, true to full, uh, form for Fall Creeth, it is raining. Uh <laughs> A light drizzle. It's not too harsh, and it's not uh, causing you too much of a problems or interference. But um, it's um, it's definitely 
synonymous with uh, with Fall Creef and uh, the area that it seems to be always raining, clouding, and misty. So you come outside and the skies are kind of greyed over, and you can barely make out the position of the sun coming through the grey skies. Um, you pull up your hoods and your cloaks, and you make the, the slow trudge uh, back to Falkreath, Um which, as I said, about half a day's walk. Um, probably takes you around about four or five hours, so if you left at around about 9am, you're probably coming up to around about one or two in the afternoon as you finally reach the outskirts of Fort Creef and you see the guards outside the guard tower and uh, the gate leading into Fort Creef Hold. Well, Mouse is going to hang back a little bit because he doesn't really want to interact with Nenya too much. Um, but he's going to stand behind Luke. <laughs> She's she's rather approachable for a high elf, I find. Nevertheless, <laughs> so uh, you guys uh, enter into the city. So where would you like to go? You come in, and it, it's still raining. It's uh, not too hours That's co- forming sort of like you know s- s- river streams through the center of town. But there's quite a few puddles around, and you know the or is it the there is uh, rain dripping down, water dripping down the thatched roof. Of um, uh, of the end of the rain roofs all across, and uh, especially over at the uh, the forge, you can see the steam coming off uh, as the heat and the cold air is mixing together over at the at the forge. So, where would you like to go first? What would you like to do? Maybe let's uh, get the more formal business out of the way and see uh, and and see Ninja, shall we? Sounds good to me. Yep. Was she in? Right. She was at There's Dead Man's Fire in the Longhouse. Sorry, what was that, Jaquai? There's a big fire in the Longhouse, and I need to dry my fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wet cat. Oh, grooming. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Hey, it's not as bad as wet dog. Uh, yes, true. <laughs> so let's see. So it's uh, midday, right, or early afternoon. So I would would she would she be at would she be at the longhouse at this point? Uh, he would think. I don't know. She met us at at Dead Man's Drink, did she not? She came. She specifically said to meet her there. I wonder if if she might be there waiting for us. I I don't know. Um, should we check there first and then uh, it's on the way yeah we we, 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 we might not get body out once she goes in but we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> chance I'll, I'll stay with her if, if that's the, if that if that's the case uh, okay well, well dead man's drink it is see I'm sure you want that <laughs> you veer off to the left and uh, head up the stairs opening the door uh, and head in it's um it's a little bit quiet. There's only a, a couple of people in there. You've uh, got the miners seem to be all congregated in a room, the room that they're sleeping in, and they seem to be all in there. Um, not playing the game. They just seem to be sort of like, you know, relaxing and doing nothing. Um, and you have uh, Volga still behind the, the, the counter there, and you have um, uh, Nari, uh, who's just sweeping the floor? Um, you look around. There's no sign of of Nenya, and mm. there's um, 
uh, yeah, other than that, so. Well, that's um, disappointing. Volga sort of like invites you, come down, sit down by the fire, get yourselves uh, dried out. Do you want anything to eat? You look pretty cold. Yeah, I'd like something to eat. How about the rest of you guys? I wouldn't Please. mind a flag, flag in the veil myself. Meat, meat for me. Meat and okay. a meal. Meat and a meal. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, an ale and, and some farm bread would be wonderful. Maybe a little bit of Vidar cheese. Uh, so for all four of you, is it all food and, and booze? <laughs> yeah, I'll do some food too. Well, I'll, well, I'll have some uh, well, food, but I'll forego the uh, the alcohol. Oh, I'll have his. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're used to that. Yeah. <laughs> so while uh, while while she's rustling up uh, the order, I'll. You, you said uh, the miners were, the miners were congregated in the room they're renting. Is that right? Yeah, so if you're looking at the counter where Volga is, uh, it, they're in the room to the right, which has got double big sort of like bunk beds up to the left-hand side, and then some small tables and chairs to the right as you walk into the room. Is there, there a room, the door to their room is open? Yeah, it's open. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll walk over, uh, stick my head in and say, uh, better, better get a good night's rest, boys. It's uh, back to work tomorrow. Uh, and half of them go, hey, and the other one go, and he goes, you're back already. You, really? That's all it took? I uh, should have done it ourselves for fucking 50 gold. Oh, well, yeah, but were you ready for the drogger in the back room? Do, do what now? Sorry, what? And then you see Volga come over. Did you say drogger? Yeah. Oh, but uh, tell this, me, uh tell storytelling's me, tell me. thirsty work. Uh let's uh let's uh let's oh, sit down. Right, right. Yes, definitely. Definitely as yeah, she sort of like runs over and starts getting the food as quickly as she possibly can. She goes, Don't start without me <laughs> <laughs> putting all the food together and bring it over the table and a couple of the miners come out. Uh you don't come, see come on, come on boys, first rounds out of my share of the wages. <laughs> Nice. You see True Brand you do not see True Brand Littlefoot, he's not in there with them, it's just all the regular miners. Uh, and a couple of them come out, a couple of them the rest of them stay with them, but a couple of them do come out into the, the main part. They don't sit down or anything like that. Um but uh, Valga gets all your mean, brings it over to the table, uh, the one closest to the fire, and uh, sets it all out. She sort of like, you know, leans back, sort of like expectantly. If you any stories or any rumors you tell me. Anything you want to know, you ask me, yes? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, buddy, have you, set our, uh, have you set our little adventures to music yet? I, I, you know, we've got some ideas pumping around. Just, you know, nothing quite solidified as of yet. In, in other words, not enough to drink yet. Got it. Right. So I'll leave, I'll leave. She says, "I hold her hands up. Right, I'll leave you to drink and get ready and prepare. And as I said, don't start without me." And writing songs is thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> she goes back and gets a couple of bottles and makes sure there's a couple of spares there um, of ale and mead uh, for others to take. And uh, a couple of the miners take uh, take them off. It's sort of like you know they're sitting around. I've always heard of a special brand called the Blackbriar. You wouldn't by chance have a bottle of that laying around, would you? 
Um, let me go check. It is rather expensive, though. It's um, it's a silver piece on its own. It's highly recommended, buddy. Hi- highly recommended. Although I like prefer it? the hunting brew myself. The song is going to be a very good song. As well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go see if, if I have one first. You think of your song, and then we'll see what's going to happen at the end. So she goes off and has a, a hunt around to see if she can find some black briar mead for you. Yeah, I can see her back behind the bar blowing the dust off the bottles. <laughs> see <it there. laughs> and opening them and sniffing them. Yeah, she's <laughs> opening up. She, yeah, she's opening up barrels and having a look and stuff like you know in the mead barrels. She, she is Ordinar's yeah. cousin after all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. You sit down there, you have uh, food, you warm up by the fire and things like that. She finally uh, comes out with a couple of bottles of um, Blackbriar mead, uh, hands one to Barty and puts the other one on the table for whoever wants to do it. So, come on, tell me, tell me, what happened? What happened? Well, we, we, we fought a bunch of spiders. That, was, that, was, uh, that wasn't too terribly bad, but then we found a... A cavern behind the uh, the spider's cave and deeper into the mine, and that's where things started to go a little haywire. Really? Uh, how big was it? Like it was like like mansion size. It was, or... it was huge. It was the biggest cavern you've ever seen. There were must have been a hundred Draugr in there, right, guys? Well, well, you how, did you count the spiders? I, I lost count of the spiders. <laughs> no, no, yeah, well, I mean, of course, there, there, and there were little ones and big ones, and there was one giant one. Uh, yeah, it was it was, um, it was intense. Mouse, uh, roll a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, sorry, uh, nine. Uh-huh. Goes, <laughs> Don't give me that bullshit. Go on, tell me what happened. Go on. You, you really did like a proper ruin, a, a like a, a an old Nord ruin. I'm sorry, man. We're just we're just happy to be to be alive, and 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 we're we're just having a little fun with you, Luke. Tell her what happened. So yeah, so yeah, there was spiders. Uh, there was one pretty big spider. Yeah, that's. It true. was like the I'm... size of a horse, kind of size spider. Really? Yeah, it was. It was big. Oh yeah, it was a big one. We got in there, two little spiders, and I, I look at the I look at the miners and say, I I I thought I thought these guys were just. Just a bunch of big wimps. But then I saw the big spider and I said, well, I can see why they needed some help. We get the spiders. Not too bad. Then we realize there's more back here. Did you guys know that there was another room back there behind your mind? Did you know that? No. We, did, we never went into that part of the, of the fucking thing. We saw the spiders and that's it. We fucking ran. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so we, we, we got past the spider webs and we started poking around back there. Little mouse. Uh, fortunately, he's light on his feet. Uh, he only stepped on a couple of the Draugr before they woke up and started swarming <laughs> us. So, at, at, you know, th- at this point, I grab the bo- I, I grab the bottle of the good mead and really get into the story here. Uh, <laughs> we get back there, and there's the it's oh, it was the most amazing Nordic rune ruins with with the runes and. And a, and, a, and a glowing forge that, that seemed to be magically renewed. It, it, it was still hot after 
lo, how many thousands of years. And, and then at this point, I get drinking my bag, and then I really get excited because I have a book now. I said, look, look what we found. We found these books. And I start showing them the books and the pages, and, and I start translating. Of course, they really get bored and lose it here. <laughs> yeah, oh, mouse is already yeah, the um one of the um the miners he says like that and he sort of like leans over and he sort of like he's relaying some of the stuff and then one of the other miners comes out from the back of the room and he leaves the inn uh and heads out um after the the other guy passed that roll a perception check, I'll say um more than likely seeing as you were doing the talking it uh you two were doing the talking. Uh, I will have Jaquai roll a perception check. Okay, so is that wisdom? Yes. Okay, so 18. Ah. Yeah, so you heard that one of the miners lean over and sort of like staying in a room and he goes, they found something in there. Uh, Nordic rooms, you better tell uh, uh, Littlefoot or else, um, you know, I don't know what's going on, but you better tell him. So, and that's when you see the other guy go up and leave and walk out the inn. So he said he's heading off to tell uh, Mister Littlefoot about you finding uh, ruins in the back of the mine. I lean over to Jaquai very, very quietly. Say, do you think I should follow him? So, if he's going to go tell his boss about the uh, the ruins. And it probably would be better if it came from us than if it came from him. Okay. So I quietly get up and leave. Follow follow the miner. So uh, you guys are in there sitting. Um, is it um, Luke is uh, continuing to relay his story? Um, and Botty, what are you doing? Are you sort of like um, planning out your song, drinking and eating, and thinking about what you're going to do? Put your latest adventure in a song into a song of your own. So, a song that uh, or a, a tale that involves you and yourself instead of uh, other people this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're looking at the bottom of a second um, horn of. <laughs> Juice here, <laughs> shuffling some papers around. Still, still, uh, sort of uh, reflecting of the events. And there's a miner keeps coming in and bothering me. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, Mouse, can you roll a stealth check for me? Since you're going to be following this guy on the quiet, I assume. Yeah, 13. 13. Um, so he's a commoner, so he's got like a... I'm not going to like hide behind corners, but I'm just going to quietly follow him at a distance until he gets where he yeah, goes. Sure. Yeah, so uh, you head out just a couple of minutes after him, and as you, you come outside, you look across, and he's headed off over into the uh, the Jarl's longhouse. Mm. He's uh, just walking up to the front of where the guards are, and he's going to head inside well, Mouse doesn't like that a whole lot, but he's committed now, so he's going to saunter across the uh, town past the goat there and uh, um, <laughs> nod to the guards. Wait a minute or, well, wait a few seconds. You hear um, just like ting, ting, ting as you, uh, as you stroll past the um, 
forge and yes heading up and yeah. you head into the the groom and you got the the two the two guards standing outside and sort of like uh, they recognize you and one of them just gives you a nod as you head towards the door i nod back raise an eyebrow smile <laughs> and walk in quietly so uh, you stroll in and um you come in and you you, hear, you don't see the minor. There's uh, you look ahead and you see the big open fire roaring with all the the wooden chunks and bits of it sparking and clicking. And as you look at the back of the room, at the back of the room again, there is no yarl there, uh, and, and there's no um, uh, house call. Hmm. You do you do hear talking. You hear the the sound of somebody realize, oh they 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 they're back. They're uh, they're over at the inn. Uh, they said something about Nordic ruins and sort of like you know dead things walking around and killing like a thousand spiders. And he goes like, "It's oh, so you got to come back. They're already back. It's it's amazing." And uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'd like to just sort of uh, hang back a little bit, just to the outside of the door, without looking like I'm eavesdropping too much. Uh, perhaps just looking for Nenya, but I'd like to hear what Mr. Littlefoot says before I either walk in or or uh, decide to... Uh... Like, um, seconds later, the two of them start walking out, followed by Nenya. Ah. Uh, and he, 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 the, the miner that you follow just stops. He goes, ah, there he is! And he goes, yeah, you, you tell, I, I was coming to get him. <laughs> and he goes, then you there, there he is. They're back, and he goes, tell him, tell him about the draugr, the, the the ruins. Okay, well, um, I will relate uh, similar uh, to what what Luke did. That we uh, we killed uh, two small spiders and one very large one, uh, and then explored. Um, uh, the uh, as, you, as soon as you start, and and the draugr just goes, ah, oh, I gotta have a beer of me for this. Come on, come on, and he sort of like you know pushes you towards the door. Excellent, I clap him on the back and, and say, <laughs> "Let's go!" All right. So he, he follows you out, pushes you out through the door, and uh, she, she goes, "Oh my god!" She goes, "Really?" And she follows out behind you all. Excellent. And they all they head towards back towards the inn. All right. So you head through, you head into the inn, and uh, Butty is still eating. Uh, Jaquai is is eating and sort of like. Uh, um, Mouse is actually going to hang hang back just outside the door to the inn for for a moment or two, uh, but but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So they um, Drew bands straight through the door, walking in, and he's and he's going, hail. Give me an ale. <laughs> and he goes, and he walks over, and he right to the table where you're sitting at, Luke, and he plonks himself right down, down looking you dead in the face. Right, tell me what happened. And again, you <laughs> start to tell, and you with sort of like you know a little bit more details, and start telling them, and he's so wide-eyed, and he goes, "That's that is absolutely amazing." And he goes, he goes, "Did you didn't happen to see any ore?" When you were down there, did you? I didn't look for ore. Did you look for ore? I did not look for ore. <sighs> yes. Well, <clears throat> at least I'm getting paid anyway for just the digging. Because we better find some ore soon or they're going to be giving us a... 
He takes a, a big squeak and he goes, but good on you. And he goes, well done, boys. And he goes, you earned your gold. And uh, then you're behind them. She goes, oh, you certainly did. Uh, and she goes, ah, realizing that she's left all the, the money back at the longhouse. <laughs> and she's, uh, um, okay, when you're done here, just come back and see me over there. Amazing tale. Amazing. Um, I'm sure everybody will love it. Uh, when you're done here, Meet me over in the in the longhouse when you're done, uh, and then she just sort of like you know backs away and sort of like gives you a wave and and then heads out and heads all the way to the back. What would you like to do? Well, meanwhile, Mouse Mouse has just uh, quietly walked back through the gate, nods at the guard, smiles, and then disappears into the forest. But he's back in about five minutes and he walks into the end to join the rest of them no worries so so mouse comes back in at five ten minutes five after. minutes after the guy he was following something about ten minutes after yeah ten minutes after okay all right noted okay now so, you look about a pound lighter <laughs> I, I, I look at Chiquai and just put my finger quietly to the side of my nose. So, uh, Mouse, they. Uh, Ninja didn't have the money with her. And uh, so she's going back to the longhouse. I think okay. you and I should go back there and uh, meet with her and, and get that uh, settled out. That suits me fine. Let's do it. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll stay here and keep an eye on body and the miners. <laughs> Particularly body, please. Yeah, yes, in that order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Jaquai and um, and Mouse, you guys get up and sort of like uh, head over to um, back out into the rain uh, and head off back towards the longhouse while Luke and and uh, and Botty sort of like sit around and relax in front of the fire. So you head over to the the longhouse again, and uh, same two guards nods to the two yous and he goes, "What have I heard? You killed some dead things." It goes kind of redundant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say it's the same thing twice too. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to the scar on the back of my head. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you, uh, and you they, they smell pretty bad too. <laughs> so you head inside. Okay, so we're going to look for Nenya. Is she in the in the long room? Is the Jarl there now, or or is uh... no? She she's in there. You uh, you hear some uh, rustling upstairs, like one of the steps to the left. So ah, okay. you step inside and. Uh, what do you do? You're inside. You hear some rustling upstairs, but you don't see anybody. There's nobody in the room. Well, I would quietly just uh, say, "Ma'am, are you up there?" Oh, oh, you here? Yes. Just give me a minute. I'm just putting together um, something, a little something. Um, I'll be down in just one second, and you hear some ruffling of some papers, and then she heads downstairs. And she's got 
a little leather purse with her. And she goes, I think you will find uh, everything. Oh, is the rest of you not here? Uh, they, they stayed back at the end to talk with the miners some more. Okay. Um, I was hoping there was that little second thing I wanted to discuss with you. I actually wanted to meet you uh, yesterday about it as well before you head off, but you kind of got the jump of me and already left town. I was I was a little worried. I know you said that you were going to take care of the job as quickly as possible, but uh, I wasn't expecting that quick. <laughs> but um, there wasn't uh, the other issue that I wanted to talk to you about as well, and I was wondering if I could talk to you all together because it's uh, it's a bit of a serious note. But here, anyway, and she hands over the uh, the leather pouch to you, Mouse. Ah, it's weighted full of gold. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, we will share this. Um, can you just give me a, a just remind me a little bit? Have Have you told us what this other issue was? I I no, she was fighting. I I couldn't. I can't remember. Uh, uh, I've slept since then. No. Okay. No, she, uh, she didn't tell you what the job was, but um, she was talking. You were not in the room, but Jaquai, you were in the room when she was discussing uh, this other job with you, Luke, and Barty. And you do remember she was talking about another job that she was hoping to talk <clears> to you about uh, in finer details, but um, she didn't give anything uh, any specifics. Well, ma'am, would, would you prefer to talk about it here in the quiet of the Jarl's house, or, or would... uh, yes, um, yes, if you don't mind, would you be able to? And she's uh, talking to you, Mashie. So would you mind if, if they're not to be? I mean, if you want to spend the rest of the day, I know you've, I don't know exactly what happened. Whether it was all finished yesterday and you had a nice rest, or you need to rest up for the rest of the day. But um, if you wouldn't mind getting the other two, if you're okay to discuss it today i think we better do that before body has too many of those black fire means <laughs> agreed i'll go get the, i'll go get the two of them all right I'll stay I, actually you. if you mind i there was something i wanted to talk to you about um it, it was jaquai wasn't it yes I, I was wondering if there's something i would could discuss with you she's kind of looking at you now saying go away I, and Mouse gives her a very understanding look, looks at Jaquai, raises his eyebrows, and, and walks out back back to Dead Man's Drink. Oh, uh, thank you. See you in a bit. Oh, yeah. uh, so um, what does this one need? Uh, well, um, well, thank you very much. Um, it was just, I was wondering if we could possibly uh, help each other out. I was over in Dead Man's Drink and I heard from Valga um, that you were asking about uh, other country travelers and traders that might be in the area and I was wondering are you at all affiliated with the uh, with the traders with um, you know the Khajiit trading post up in uh, Dragon Bridge? Uh, no, I am a monk, uh, but I am seeking um, the the caravan traders in any Khajiit that I can talk to about uh, um, the the mission I'm inside Skyrim for. Oh, 
Oh, but, hmm. Well, maybe we could help each other out. I... There's a little situation with us. I know you seem to have your own uh, agenda with uh, the other Kajeep. I'm not affiliated, but a friendly face never hurts. Um, I was wondering if... Um, and she goes upstairs for a second and gets these um, uh, papers, and she has this letter with her. And... Uh, she, have you got your um, messenger uh, open, Ray? Um, yeah, it's got the phone with your messenger on it. Yeah. I'm going to just send this to the group. And... So, I... I, I might be a bit presumptuous of me, but I I had written this up, and I was hoping you could have a look at it. And if you're in agreement, possibly if you do get around to meeting up with uh, the Kajit uh, Trading Group, would you pass this along for me? Um, I can certainly uh, pass the information on to the uh, to the Kajit traders. I'll take them. Um, I'll look at it as I go and, and, you know, see if, uh, if it looks like something that would be, you know, reasonable to ask. That is amazing. I'm sure you'll find it'll be something mutually beneficial to both of us. Uh, it's just a slight, uh, if you can have a read of it there, um, but I need to put my seal on it to, um, if that's if all the contents of that are okay with you, I'll put my seal on it and uh, give it to you now. Would that be okay? Um, well, give me a moment here. Okay, so while you're reading that, um, Mouse, you're heading off to um, over to Dead Man's Drink to uh, collect the other two. Yes, I'm. I'm walking across the uh, Taurus Dead Man's Drink, and I hear to my, to my left, the Smith grumbling something about a dog, but I ignore him and, <laughs> and keep keep going. Yeah, uh, actually, what you do here, do here is shut up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and I keep going, and and I, I look, I walk quietly into the inn and walk quietly over to Luke and say. Uh, How's how's body doing? Uh, Nenya would like to speak to all of us at once in the Earl's house. Oh dear! And I I, I reach around body's shoulder and, and grab from her hand the the bottle of mead that she's about to <laughs> to drink and I say, uh, "Come on, body, we have work to do." Well, this keep... I, I, I I firmly but but gently nudge her away from the table. Can I, can I put yeah. a cork in this? <laughs> a port of corking <laughs> what I said. <laughs> yes you may put a cork in the bottle for later <laughs> um, you can take a d6 inspiration dive for that one most <laughs> oh, that's just no, let's see i got a six <laughs> thank you sir okay 
So uh, I'll, I'll make sure we I'll make sure we pay the tab before we uh, before we uh, stumble out, uh, and hopefully hopefully we're not too day drunk to speak to the to the steward. <laughs> yeah. So um, you, you finish up. You probably with that uh, food probably getting close to a gold. Probably about eight or nine gold and eight or nine silver with the the pay, getting a couple of drinks with the miners. The food for four people. And uh, the black briar mead as well. Well, I'll, I think I I will give uh, uh, Volga a one gold piece because she's been so nice and helpful, and and uh, that should cover that should cover our uh, our expenses. And perhaps uh, if you have any more information for us, you can. Pass oh it well, I I did have a little thing. She goes, she goes and sort of like you know she pulls you closer and. So like leans into you. She says, "He goes there." I have heard that there's um, been a bit of a, a crime wave or a bit of a crime problem in East March Hold. Seems that they've uh, had a lot of thieving and a lot of banditry in and around the city and all across the hold. I wonder what's going on over there. I nod and look suitably disturbed. Um. Well, can you uh, do you know anything more? Uh, is there is there any rumor of of who or where it's coming from, or is it just general? You know, just no. He didn't. Way? He didn't say. He was just passing through. Uh, and he goes, but he did say that word has it. The companions got it into a group of van- vampire hunters or something. Hmm. <laughs> what kind of fools would challenge the companions? Uh, I couldn't possibly imagine wow. other than that i i really haven't heard anything other well thank that. you ma'am. it's been that's been quite uh, quite informative i really appreciate it and your your mead and your your cheese are wonderful awesome and then suddenly she looks over to the uh, to the door and she goes ah run run you're here and she sort of like runs around the counter and sort of like <laughs> runs up to a Nordman who's just uh, entered in. He's um, quite a large Nordman. He's um, probably in his mid-40s, maybe early 50s. And um, mm, uh, you don't... Roll... See a history check to see if you were paying enough attention when you've been in town to who this person is. That's uh, Mouse you're talking to? Yeah. So that'd be an eighteen. Eighteen, yeah, you you definitely know who this is. This is Roland Skullnar. Uh, this used to be the former Legate, or still uh, Legate Skullnar, former Legate that was assigned here uh, during the Civil War. Um, while he was here, him and Valga grew closer, and even though she always complained about leave uh, wars and things, she ended up marrying a soldier. And it seems that he's just come back from whatever he was doing. And uh, he's sort of like, you know, he's just wearing normal clothes, uh, but he does have a big pack on his back, and he has a, an imperial short sword in a holster, uh, in a holster, in uh, in his sheath on his side as he as he walks over, and he sort of like grabs hold of Varga and picks her up, sort of like gives her a big squeeze. 
So, so a, a, a canon. So in this uh, in this canon Skyrim 10 AD, who who won the Civil War? The Imperials. All right. So you guys uh, head back to, or are you heading all out to go to? The, yeah, I um, think we're heading back to the Longhouse. Yeah. I'll make sure body walks in approximately straight line as we uh, <laughs> as we make our way there. I wave to Valga and wink as we walk out the door. Yeah, she's sort of like a wave. She's being kind of squeezed at the moment, and she just sort of like gives you a wave as a, she's kind of been squeezed at the moment. But uh, yes. yeah, she gives you a wave as you leave. Uh, so you head outside. Um, as you uh, head over to uh, towards the thing, you, again you. Have a look around and sort of like Matthias is is at the front and he's sort of like, you know, hammering a bit of uh, wood that seems to keep on coming loose from the side of his house. He sort of like, you know, raises up the hammer and sort of like gives you a wave with it and then carries on banging aimlessly just at the wood. No nail or anything like that. He's just banging at the wood, trying to knock it back into place. <laughs> and uh, You head back over towards the, um, the longhouse. Um, so, Jaquai, um, you've had a a bit of a moment to have a read through of the uh, of the letter. Um, I was just wondering. I mean, do you have any problems with that? I can make some amendments to it if you if you don't mind. If you want, sorry. No, this looks perfectly good. I, I will uh, deliver this um, to uh, Razad. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. So she takes it from you, and she. Sort of like, you know, kind of like tippy-toes, runs up the stairs, uh, and sort of like, you know, as she goes up to roll it all up and put a wax seal on it uh, to make sure that she knows it's definitely come from him. Uh, she comes back up, and you have a look at the seal, and it's deep, dark crimson, and you have the um, the four crease um, stag emblem sort of like emblazoned inside the, uh, the, the wax, and... Uh, it has a, like a little insignia that denotes that she's the steward. It's not from the Jarl, it's from her, but this is the know that it's definitely from her. Uh, by this time, uh, the other three have made it to the longhouse. I just got me and entered. All right, we're back. What's going on? <laughs> He goes, oh, welcome. Uh, first of all, I would just like, on behalf of the great hold of Four Crease, I would thank you all so very much for dealing with that situation with the mine. It was so quick and very diligent of you uh, to head off so early in the morning and take care of that. And any problems or anything that I need to be aware of, any dangers to the city or anything like that, that we need. Mm. I I don't know. I'll 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 show her the books. Uh, uh, well, uh, milady, we we found these books in the in the Nordic tomb. They they don't appear to be anything other than funerary texts related to the to the entombed one. You know, I, I, you know, I, I can't resist showing off. You know the Nord history. You know, blah 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 blah. Well, she, you know. she, she has a quick look at them and she's like, and she goes, oh oh. Well, you can't read them anyway, so... Oh, oh I can. Would you like me to read them to you? You you can read those? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Extraordinary. No, it's, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's just... Uh, I never knew 
uh, adventures were so well read. Um, I, 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 I spent the last 12 years in a monastery mm. with, with much time for reflection on my hands. Huh. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to judge. Um, but, um, that wasn't no, offensive, no, it's a mere, mere, mere statement of fact. Um, well, other than that, so there was uh, no nothing that we need to be worried about as a city or anything like that. You dealt with, like dealt with the the droger and uh, anything else that was the spiders. Um, I'll have to. Mm, I'm trying to see if I can spare some men to go with Zarya because she'll want to head up there, to grab some stuff. Okay, no worries. Perfect. Thank you very much. Um, right. The other situation is that I wanted to speak to all you about was a little bit more delicate. Um, now, this would, we would hope that this would be held within the strictest confidence. Um, but we do have a situation here and the town guard, ah, well, the town guard, I can't really... Uh, risk them leaving the town, leaving the area. Um, but if you wouldn't mind, if you'd be able to follow me to the barracks um, just around the corner, and she's sort of like, is that okay? Of course. Sure. So she heads out through the front door, and she goes, um, and she goes, oh, they'll find her with me. And then she heads off towards uh, the barracks, and you pass over, and there on the, the right-hand side is... Um, is the uh, apothecary, the alchemist shop, as you walk past and you head down along the uh, the wooden, um, I was going to say floorboards, but uh, the wooden walkway, and head over to the barracks and step in. As you step in, there's um, just one guard just sitting on the table, uh, just next to where the steps lead down into the main jail area. And uh, she goes, oh, good day. And she goes, don't worry, they're with me. Um, but don't let anybody else in, yeah? And then she heads downstairs. And as you head downstairs, you look around to and follow her in to the left. And you see in uh, the prison cell just ahead of you, um, you see two men. Uh, well, you see, actually, sorry, you see three men. Two of them are standing, and one of them is laying on a table inside one of the prison cells. And, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. He walks in, she goes, um, this um, gentleman was in the town a, a little while ago. Um... And it appears that we may have come across a little... He's known to us as a known bandit, uh, a general, uh, not a nice man. But um, I don't think, uh, even if he's not the nicest man, he would deserve this. And you, all four of you, approach the cell, and the two men who are sort of like, kind of standing in this front of the table. One of them is a very, very tall, um, grey-haired, in robes, high elf, and he sort of, like, steps to the right. And the other is a shorter human man, uh, a Nord, 
uh, in wearing heavy armor, so just normal iron plate armor, and he steps to left, and you see the a man just lying on the table, and he's... Oh, 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 and he's just dressed up in prisoner's scrapped um, wastrel clothes, and his eyes are sunken, his skin is all clammy and wet, and you can see on his neck, creeping up, is this black and green veins popping through, and he's just, ah, ah, ah. and Do uh, I we think it. we will leave it there for this episode. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us uh, for episode nine. And um, uh, I hope you enjoy it. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.